0: The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media.
1: Life-changing radio.
0: 94.7. 94.7. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
2: My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh,
2: yes, we are. And I think we're going to cover a topic today that is going to hit home with a lot of moms. Here's the thing. I think a lot of mothers are lonely, and many of them feel misunderstood or judged. I think a lot of moms desire a friend who is loyal and who understands them. We're going to help moms with that friendship thing today, how to work through things with your friends, how to find friends, how to get over competition and judgment, and how to be the friend and mentor that another mom might need. We've got mother and author of the brand new book, A Friend in Me, Pamela Havy Lau with us today. Plus, I'm going to play a fun new song, which I hope will put a little pep in your step today. Lots of moms could use pep on a Saturday morning. Look, when when I, and we're also, of course, on a Saturday afternoon. Um, When I, and there goes my phone speaking of busy moms who need a little pep in their step. Uh, when I when I think about the show, when I pray about the show, when I tell other people about this show, m- my vision is, you know, as we watch the political stuff begin to unfold and mm-hmm. as we watch the news on, on various disasters going on along the world and and, and refugees and, and um, wars and, and nuclear deals and all that, I, I, I think to myself, Moms are doing one of the most important jobs on the planet, whether raising whether they're raising toddlers or teens. And we pay so little attention to them and and we give so little honor to them and so little encouragement to them in the media and in our public conversation. You meet a mom at a party and you want to talk about her other job, not her mom job um, or, you know, what kind of house she lives in or what neighborhood she lives in, whatever, what size dress she wears. But but getting to the mothering thing is the heart of what makes this world grow great if moms are not able to raise their children well our world's you know goodness goes away so so that's why we exist and that's why i'm so glad to have the guest with us today i'm going to do a little lead in i love to play songs just to make people happy so let's play this little song uh by matt carney here we go chris
0: i brown baby looking for my friend
2: Of like dance music songs like that. I was a total kid of the 80s. He says you turn me right round, right round. I mean, I, do you remember that song, Pamela? Yeah. Baby, yeah, it was a very secular song, but you turn me right round, baby, right round. He totally quotes that song, don't you think? Uh huh. I love it. Uh, I want to welcome Pamela Havy Lee. She is the author of a brand new book, A Friend and Me, and also the author of Soul Strength. Uh, she is a teacher, a speaker, has three daughters, and a husband. Those are all good things. Uh, yes. Lives in the northwest in uh, Oregon. Uh, we're so glad to have you on the show, Pamela. Jenny, you're awesome. Uh-huh. I love that you're
1: focusing on mothers and momhood
2: needed very very much needed Mm -hmm. and so in many ways are you with this book because you you, we we talk you talk about these statistics which are incredible that there are 232 million people using twitter every month and 1.3 billion people on facebook yet people are lonelier than ever before you know it's craziness so so let's just have a little girl chat about Mm -hmm. what goes on with moms and and friendships um, Because I think that there's this ailing, aching thing, and I, I want you to expand on this. I see moms sometimes competing against each other, judging each other, feeling judged, feeling like they don't measure up, feeling like the other mom doesn't measure up. I mean, it, it's this divisive world. Now, of course, a lot of moms have some good friends, but I also think there's a dangerous thing going on in the mom world when it comes to friendship. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. And I think what's happened is it's multiplied when you have children. Yeah. Because all of a sudden they're your, hmm, my child can do this that your child can't or why can't, why wasn't my child invited to, so it just, it's, that's a great, I love that you're saying that because yes, the competition's there, but when you add children in the mix and, and income and homes and where they go to school and where we live, all of a sudden everything's being compared. Yeah, and that's a recipe for misery.
2: It is, and so so tell ladies as you start out on this book why you wrote it and how uh, you think. No, really, and how yeah, you can think you well, can help a mom. it's interesting
1: because Jenny, I I didn't set out to write this book. Okay, when I was I was writing Bible studies. I thought that's what you know God was calling me to do. I was teaching, writing, um, speaking at women's events, and and I just every time I would be at an event or or see some of the young girls in my college classes, I felt like I, I was, there was this pattern, and I finally decided just to pay attention to the pattern, and obviously that was the Holy Spirit trying to get me to wake up. Yeah. But the pattern was I saw that people were unhappy, especially women, and it wasn't just a blanket unhappiness, it was a lack of connection happiness.
0: Oh.
1: So when I really delve into it, I realized that it was, it was increasing,
0: uh-huh.
1: and I believe that with the connection of social media, what we're seeing is that that's just not enough for the way God created
2: our soul. Yeah, well, and women are particularly relational. Absolutely. And, Absolutely, and that's okay. Let's be okay with that. That's a great thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and don't you think that the social media thing has particularly played into the loneliness? I mean, I'll get on Facebook, and I'll look at other people's posts, and I'll think, okay, I am a loser compared to right. what's going on with these people. And well, you know? the first thing you think, especially if you start seeing people you know, and
1: they live near you, is, well, why wasn't I invited? And you uh-huh. might not even want to be invited. Yeah. But it's just a natural desire to be included and to belong.
0: Yeah.
2: And and, and go ahead. And
1: that's what – I think that's what's happening. And there's all this research that shows us that, that Facebook is creating uh, more of a depression. Now, on the other hand – it can keep us connected as well. Yes, it can. I think it's just we're not ready to to deal with all that comes at us so quickly. Well,
2: it's almost like you need Facebook counseling because <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. Because you need to go at it right. Because <laughs> if you go at it with "How am I going to measure up?" or "How am I going to look like I'm measuring up?", then it, then it divides friendships. And you and you're right. And then you're like, "Why didn't so and so invite me?" Ugh, it just becomes yucky. So let's delve into a couple of the suggestions in your book. I, I'm I'm looking at some, one of the first suggestions, and you're talking about avoiding fragmentation and superficiality.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So so talk to me about that. Okay. Let's just, let's just be honest though, that the last thing any woman needs is guilt, right? Right, right, right. Okay. You're going to tell me one more thing I have to do. Well, no, I think that if we were just to be honest about what's on our minds at two in the morning, sometimes it's, I just can't do one more thing. Yes. Or if I, I need a friend, I need to talk to somebody, but Where, where am I going to fit that in? So I want to, I want to like alleviate, everyone take a deep breath. (sighs) This is not one more thing to do. Okay,
2: good. I love that. Thank you for saying that.
1: You bet. Because I have that problem. Yeah, me too. Okay. I want the closeness with my women friends. I want to be a good friend. I need a good friend. Okay. So avoiding fragmentation and superficiality That's we've just, we, we long to have like a whole conversation.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um we we end up because we can doing a lot in a day or um just giving a little piece of ourselves away to different things.
2: Sure, absolutely. I want to insert one thing, yes. and that is that you almost have to be as disciplined about, and again, this isn't a guilt thing, but it's just a, more of a thought process. If I can be disciplined about exercise, you know, I try to make myself exercise five times a week. Awesome. Good for you. We all, well, I wasn't asking for praise. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I'm serious. I mean that. You're taking care of yourself. That's right. awesome. Uh, right. Well, but here's the thing. I think women have a hard time taking care of themselves, so they don't discipline themselves to structure their weeks to build in friends
1: that's I, perfect okay that's that i cannot agree with you more it it is a discipline but it's a discipline you give to yourself
2: yeah yeah like like going and getting a manicure or whatever just just think this is going to be something fun i do for myself and by the way we're about three minutes left in the segment okay. so okay. so talk about continue to talk about the other okay thing. let
1: me just let me give a quick example here so my husband meets with a couple men uh, to pray with and the two other men were saying how their wives don't really talk about what they need to them. And my husband, Brad, starts laughing. He's like, I got news for you. I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> my wife tells me. Well, and that's kind of a joke in, in our friend community. I, that's why I think I could write this book. I know what I needed at an early age. I knew it.
2: Yeah.
1: And, I, and that's what I'm discovering that maybe this is what we could talk about is how do we say what we need?
2: Yeah. Woman, yeah. To another pay. Okay. Right, right. And by the way, in the next segment, we're not only going to talk about what we need in friendships and, and how it's okay to, to kind of spoil ourselves and, 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 and make time for friends, but also you're going to talk about how can we be a friend? That's good. Sometimes we just need to get over ourselves because I'll go into the self-pity place when I'm lonely or I'll go into the depression place, honestly. And sometimes if I could just get over myself and think, okay, well, who can I be a friend to? Instead mm-hmm. of just "I need a friend," you, you you talk about that in the book as well, and how we can be a safe haven for somebody else mm-hmm. and how somebody can be a safe haven for us. So so I't want to get to that in the next segment. Before you know, we've got about 30 seconds left, but, but why don't you just speak to that just for a minute about why you want women to be a safe heaven, haven for each other?
1: Because that's what God is for us. Okay. And we are desperate for places to be our most authentic self. Yeah. Especially as Christian women, we need it more than ever. Yeah. Because we don't know who we can trust sometimes with some of our dark thoughts and some of our most joyous thoughts.
2: That's right. And and certainly we go to God, but but yes. sometimes you also need a human that. face. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're going to be right back with Pamela havy Lau, the author of A Friend and Me. I want to remind you that the new and improved Care KS app is now available for download to your phone or mobile device. It's available for free at Apple's App Store and Google Play and includes lots of cool new features. So you might want to go and grab that. Also want to remind you that I have a friend named Chip. Uh, I, you know, when I eat out, I want to be happy. (laughs) And Chip owns a restaurant up in the, the Bailey, Colorado area. It's right along the path to Breckenridge. If you take 285 to Breckenridge going south, uh, Chip is in Bailey, Colorado. And I would just urge you to go in just real down. It feels like you walked into the 1950s when you walk into his restaurant, just very welcoming down home home. Warm atmosphere, old fashioned food, and Chip's a great guy, so I just would urge you to go there. All right, we're going to be back and we're going to talk about this friendship thing and help some moms get on a better footing when it comes to friends. Right back with Channel Mom. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe. On your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio. With Jenny Dean Schmidt we're here for you
2: hey welcome back to Channel Mom. This is a cool conversation. I really man I, I think and I pray hard before I do shows about how can this touch a lot of moms and really help them in places of pain in places where they want to grow and thrive and and not as Pamela so wisely said. Um, to, to give you another thing to put on your to-do list to be a better girl, but but rather how can we feed into your life and, and give you permission to live a little differently in a way that's healthier for you. So Pamela Havy Lau is the author of A Friend in Me. We've been talking about how to be a safe haven for other women and how they can be safe havens for you and and how in our modern age sometimes women are a little bit divided or competitive or or get their feelings hurt or they judge each other and we're trying to get over that so that we can really live healthier lives. I was just talking to my BFF today, Shelly Krause, who's on the show sometimes. I don't know what I would do without her. I mean, obviously God would fill in the void, but I don't know how. <laughs> and and so I believe in the friend thing. So so Pamela, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So so you've been through a lot of junk. Tell, yes. tell moms what started this, this um, realization that you needed to have friends like we all do.
1: Well, there's a lot of stories in the book I would love to talk about, but one in particular was um, we. My husband and I had been married less than three years when his youngest brother and fiance were killed in a head-on collision. Yeah, and that sent the whole family, obviously, um, into a deep grief for a long time. What was, now, and I, and I, obviously that was not about me at the time. I didn't know the brother as well as my husband did, because I didn't grow up with him. Sure. But what started happening is our marriage changed drastically through that tragedy. And I was an assistant professor at the time. We had not had children yet. And I found myself not having places and people where I could talk deeply about this. It's not that I didn't have friends. I did, but. None of them really knew us yet because we had just moved to this area, and my growing up friends all lived. We were we had moved; they lived far away.
2: Yeah, you actually lived in Colorado, where yeah. most of our audience and is. So yeah, and so it was this. Oh my
1: goodness, where do I? You know, this is not just let's meet for coffee. You know, and it and I. It's not that counseling and and that isn't wouldn't be helpful. Of course it is. This is. I'm saying I needed someone who knew me. Yeah, and I wanted what I longed for was someone who'd gone a little ahead of me in life and maybe experienced this and could say, "Go this way. Yeah. Here's what it looks like to grieve, to grieve when you know Jesus and when you have hope." I needed desperately to hear it, and I'm thankful to say that God did bring those women in. But I needed to really seek them. It didn't—they didn't just drop in my lap.
2: No, we're not good about that sometimes as women. I have to remind myself: go see if so and so's okay. Because she probably right. won't tell you if she isn't, you know. That's right. And ask good questions. Yeah. And I write about that in the book
1: that the way we ask a good question, you've really got to watch your tone. Because it's not like you're asking and saying, well, why aren't you over this by now? you got to be a little careful with that one. Yeah. And and another um, point of that's what a safe haven, a safe haven is a person who is humble enough that, that invites you know, women in. Now, obviously, you can't invite a hundred women in, but God, in His wisdom, gives us a few enough who we can say, can, you know, do you want to talk about this? So that's how you can be a friend. Yeah. That's how you can be a good friend to someone who might be. And I don't even know if it has to do with age. Sometimes it's experience. Yeah, you say I don't have younger women in my life yeah. who
2: have experiences I'll never have. Yeah, one one good thing about your book is it's one of those books that hasn't really made me feel guilty because <laughs> thank you because so well first of all I'm a reporter by trade so I'm actually pretty all right at asking people questions without judgment okay so you know just come at them and ask them questions that get them to go deep in fact people often say you make me go deep I do sort of secondly I have friends of all ages so I mm-hmm. thought oh my gosh I'm doing this right according to Pamela so oh, I, good so thank I'm you. happy about that but but you say don't let age be a divider figure out a good way to be a friend and mentor and you even give an example of a woman who had cheated on her husband and you thought Mm -hmm. i do not know how to be a friend in this situation without bringing judgment to bear Mm -hmm. right i mean how do you pull back from Mm -hmm. from the judgment that's
1: where that pattern of compassion oh man that was i that story will stay with me forever because i was broken over this one and and the way god orchestrated it i went and worshiped in a church by myself I I tend to do strange things like I like to be alone for a while before I respond to things that's good and I was in this church worshiping and I couldn't I couldn't even sing I couldn't even pray because I was so devastated this had happened and that's when I really experienced um, the compassion love of God it's, uh, he gave me a song in that moment, and I write about that in that chapter. And actually, the song's on my website. You can download it for free. We had it professionally recorded. It's called Hold Me Close. And the reason is, is that at the heart of us, right? Yeah. We're all, wh- whatever that woman did, whatever brought her to a place to have an affair, whatever any of us do that brings us to places where we make really bad decisions, what we're longing for is someone to hold us close. Yeah. Yeah, and still like us. Compassion holds people close. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that gets to, to the five patterns, which I, I want to at least touch on them because, because you don't want to make women feel guilty. You don't want to have too many steps. No. You, you want to just kind of say, Hey, you need a friend. Give yourself, self that indulgence the way you would a manicure. So, <clears throat> so why don't you get in a little bit at least to the five patterns that you suggest as, as women try to be friends and mentors to others, mm. but also as a guide when, when they're seeking a friend themselves. Like, what no. do I need? This is what I need. Yeah,
1: I think that's really good. And I think the the first pattern I that I lay out in the book is getting to the other side of pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jenny, so many women in leadership who I've come in contact with through the years, um, they haven't taken the time to get in the presence of God and let him heal them for some past pain. Yeah. And that leaks.
2: Uh, yes, it does.
1: And when you get hurt by another woman, Often it's because they haven't dealt with some of their own pain and suffering.
2: Oh, so don't take f- offense, almost, really.
1: Well, yeah, it's hard not to, but what I'm really calling out in this pattern for sure is is go ahead and get through to the other side the right way. There is a way to do it, mm-hmm. and you will have some gold to share with other people. And then the second pattern I bring up is the power of comfort. Comfort is not just, you know, a pat and saying, you're going to be okay, you know, and, I, and that chapter in particular – I'll just never forget because there was a young girl in our community, a young mom of two children. She was a young mother, and she took her life. Mm. And I was so devastated. I did not know her, but I went to the service, and I went to her funeral, and I heard a letter that her mom wrote. And I got connected with that mom because I just thought, how is she living with that her 38-year-old daughter did this? What happened? And I can tell you, the mom looked at me and she said, We have got to, Pam, we have to pray that we as women open our eyes and learn how to be a comfort to other women. Yeah. yeah. My daughter was broken and no one saw her.
2: Sometimes you don't
1: want to know because of Uh, business. But that's why I say this isn't about guilt. This is about letting the Spirit of God pour through you. If you have these patterns, if you're acting with understanding, if you know full forgiveness, if you're relating with compassion, the Spirit of God does the work for you.
2: Sure. Now, I, I, I really work to be accessible to women who aren't there yet when it comes to their faith. They, they just okay. don't have a strong faith in God. Okay. So awesome. So these are still, I think, I would suggest to women who are listening today, these are still good tips about telling somebody else what you need in a friendship and learning to be a good friend to somebody else. Um because the, the the they can be applied ger- generically i I believe that we do need God, but I think in some cases you can have a fairly healthy friendship Absolutely. if if you follow some of these principles, and you also say we've only got about three and a half minutes okay. left, but okay. you also suggest and go deep talk about things like sex with people, talk <laughs> about things like i mean you yeah, you have all these topics that you think oh boy but <laughs> but but people need to go
1: there, you know yeah. And in the sexual conversation needs to happen more now than ever.
2: Oh, I know, because we've got so many messed up ideas about it. Yeah. And it's accessible
1: online, everywhere you go.
2: Yeah. Young kids,
1: everything. Yeah. yeah. We've got to talk about
2: it. Okay. In in the last three minutes, I want to do two yeah. things. Number one, I want you to tell moms what your heart is for them to get out of this book. Mm. And two is we're going to tell them how to find you, how to find the book, and how to find, you know, get your downloaded song and things like that. So okay. go ahead. What do you want Here's moms to do? my heart.
1: My heart is you are not alone and you don't need to be alone and it's not going to take a lot of burden for, your, for you to um, have some close friends and to be a close friend. Mm-hmm. Make a mental note and think the next time you're with someone, think, does that person give me rest or do they stress me out? And start taking note of which women in your life is that helps you breathe and then start scheduling more time with them. Yeah. Yeah. Really pay attention to what your soul's saying.
2: And be that rest for somebody else. And be that
1: rest for someone else. I really believe that that's what we're longing for, you know. Um, and I think God
2: will lead you on that.
1: I have created, um, through the help of some producers, nine videos to go with each chapter of okay. the book. Mm-hmm. They're on my website.
2: And tell people how to find that.
1: You can find it on PamelaLau.com. So that's P A M E L A L A U dot com. And on that website, you can sign up so that I can keep in touch with you. Um, Coming to Denver December 5th uh, to speak at Waterstone Community Church. Really want to connect uh, with moms and with women who want to talk about this discussion because we have daughters to raise. We have nieces and neighbors and students. We have mothers and grandmothers who long to have a connection with us that's deep, meaningful,
2: and authentic. Right, and I think it makes you – women are always looking to be new and improved. I think it makes you a better person, I really do, absolutely. To, be, to be a good friend. And oh, it's satisfying. And how to find people – got 30 seconds. How do folks yes. find the book? Oh, the book you can find on Amazon.com. It's called A Friend in Me, Pamela
1: Lau. Uh You can also find it on my website, but I think it's also in bookstores. And if it's not, ask the bookstore to sell it, but it is absolutely on Amazon.
2: Awesome. Pamela, I appreciate your message, and thanks for being on Channel Mom.
1: Awesome. It's great to meet you. God
2: bless. You hope to see you in December. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. I do my hope is that if you tune in today and you've got a heart hurt when it comes to friendship that you will uh you know pick up this book if you can and or go watch Pamela's videos uh on com and and just get some help to either be a better friend if there's somebody's on your heart or you know maybe a a sister-in-law or a a daughter-in-law or somebody you want to be a better friend to or to find out how to help healthy friendships yourself. I always want to help the moms. So mom, if nobody has thanked you today, we are here to thank you. We know you do so much and sacrifice so much to raise your children well, and you're making our world a better place by doing so. So we thank you for that sacrifice. And whether you're on a faith walk or not, I just wish God's blessings upon you. And thank you so much for listening to Channel Mom. Have a wonderful weekend.
0: Thanks for joining us for Channel Mom Radio. We depend on listeners like you to help us reach moms and families through radio and outreach. Check out two simple ways you can help. First, submit your mom question to be read on the air at Channel Mom. Simply submit questions on the Contact Us page at ChannelMom.com. Second, you can receive a CD of today's broadcast when you commit to a monthly gift of any amount to help Channel Mom serve moms through media and on the ground. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click give to cm to donate be sure to note which channel mom show you'd like on your personal cd then we'll send your inspirational cd as our thanks to new channel mom partners channel mom's mission is to provide media that uplifts moms and outreach partnerships that serve moms and families in order to share the love of god view our past shows on video or listen to our podcasts on channelmom.com or share with us on facebook and twitter at channel mom channel mom radio we're here for for you.